Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Auburn Express. Powered by The War Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, The Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. What's up, World War family? We are back with another great edition of the Albert Express podcast, powered by the War War. Guys, it's Georgia Week. Joining me is special guest, Auburn memes, burning up Auburn Twitter with the dankest memes ever to grace the internet. I got two more special guests here that I am very, very happy uh, to bring on. Pablo Escobarner. Uh, his cartels have trafficked over 1 million gallons of Tumor's Lemonade across the Alabama-Georgia border. He is uh, the number one purveyor of such liquid. We appreciate Pablo for joining us. And also joining us from Georgia Twitter is three-year letterman. He didn't invent the waterbed, but he certainly told everybody how to finance one. Uh, guys, it's Auburn Georgia week. It has arrived, oddly enough, in October. That was a recent change. This game is being played in the middle of the season and not at the end. Uh, real quick, man, how how were we feeling this week? Uh, I'm going to start with the back-to-back champs here. Back-to-back national titles. You're undefeated so far, four games into the season. Uh, how are things in Athens, Mr. Three-Year Letterman? Well, things are are pretty good in Athens. I mean, I've I've I got the week started off right. Um, I gave a swirly to a couple of Auburn fans uh, this morning <laughs> at Hardee's. I barked at their kids. Um, I was kicked out of the rest uh, out of the out of the restaurant, but um, you know, I, I'm feeling good. I, I mean, to me, the, the, the fans, specifically me, have as much to do with the team's success as the players in Kirby Smart. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I'm sure you got a few phone calls this week uh, in the lead up to this one on the game planning. Uh, I, can you confirm whether or not Athens eliminated speed limits this week in anticipation for this game? Right. Like there are no speed limit signs anywhere in Athens leading well, up to this one. There shouldn't be. Um, I mean, I don't look, look the speed <laughs> limit to me. It, it's it's always been a suggestion. Um, a stop a stop sign is a suggestion too. Um, I, I mean, to me, traffic signals are not. I, th- that's what normal people abide by. To me, it's something that is a suggestion. I mean, my, look, my uncle Gary has been driving a tractor trailer for thirty years without a CDL. Um, okay. So if he let that stand in, if he let rule, quote unquote rules stand in his way. Um, you know, he, he wouldn't be the man he is today. He wouldn't have, have eaten at Hooters over a thousand times. <laughs> oh, Hooters. Look, uh, uh, memes, you put out a, you put out a, you put out a meme, uh, with, uh, about the, the speed limit there in Georgia, 198, I think, right. Something about 1980. You want to explain, explain to people 
why that's significant this week? Yeah, I think there's like a rite of passage uh, with the players there to see if they can. I mean, for the longest time, and I, I do want to credit Nick Saban for just blowing this and ru- just really ruining college football in every way possible. But un- unfortunately, in recent years, I, I, I just got to say it like Auburn and we can really just totally blame Gus Malzahn for this one. But like the Georgia series just hadn't really gone Auburn's way ever since Nick Fairley pancaked Aaron Murray. This and really, if we, if we want to be real true, and I, I hate to even say, I, I don't, I don't like talking about this. It was that stupid ass blackout game. It's been haunting us ever since. So, and the only thing we really had on Georgia was 1980, and it was like it was a cherished thing. It was the dusty trophy cases. It was just mm. never. It was evergreen content. And I mean, Nick Saban taking that away from me, like I haven't forgiven him for that. A lot of other things I haven't forgiven him for, but especially that. And uh, they're, they're still running away from it because these cars that they got now with all the sign L money, they can definitely go 198.0 miles per hour. And uh, it sounds like a few of the players in the last year have been clocked uh, just trying to run from 1980 or 19, or, or excuse me, 198.0. And that's just, that's kind of what they do there. Oh man. Look, uh, Pablo, Auburn lost last week coming into this one. Georgia is looking to curb stomp Auburn and Jordan Hare. I don't know if you see what I did there. Uh, how are you feeling moving into this one, man? Like, yeah, what's curb with the K? What's <laughs> what's the mood around uh, Auburn Twitter and, and and Auburn around this one? I mean, anytime you go on the road in a, in a tough, you know, you start the grind of an SEC schedule, and the team just looks this looks that nasty. You want nothing else but a good bounce back opportunity against an inferior program. So what better way to do that than bringing in the number one Georgia Bulldogs to Jordan Harris Stadium for an electric atmosphere and just just shock the world because that's just what this is what's going to happen. It's just what's going to happen. Yeah, look, uh, we put on a pretty good light show down on the planes in the fourth quarter as well, too. Uh, let's dig into this one, guys. Uh, again, Auburn plays the number one Bulldogs on Saturday. Uh, Auburn has not looked good offensively, but I got to tell you, Georgia has not looked great, I, uh, at least in the first half of games. Three-year letterman, man. Like, what? what is your take on Carson Beck and how he's performed? Listen, man, he's got some pretty horrid... Like he's not a picture guy, you know, like he's not a, he, he's not a handsome cat. <laughs> no, he's not a picture guy. Like well, is there a chance his play matches his photogenic nature on Saturday? <laughs> well, let's listen. First of all, I, I object to anybody trying to tie physical appearance to performance on the field. I mean, mm. no, no one's going to mistake me for George Clooney, but I was the most devastating downfield blocker in uh, the history of the state of Georgia. So I, you know, my view and look, I've, I've recruited, uh, you know, five-star talent for my youth football team. Um, the uglier the kid is, the the better they play. So, <laughs> okay. uh, you know, let, let's sort of start with that. Um, I also Carson, think Carson Beck's going to win the Heisman. Carson Beck's going to win the Heisman. <laughs> that um, might be Peyton Thorne's issue since that little fade mullet, yeah, he got yeah, a little more handsome pretty. and he's yeah, pretty pretty. Look, I've, I've never I don't trust people from Florida for a variety of reasons. I wouldn't recruit anyone from Florida. I'm not allowed in the state of Florida at present. Um, so, I, you know, I had I had pretty neutral feelings on on Carson Beck. Um, and, you know, I, I think the jury's still out on him personally. Um, he has not listened to the advice that I tweeted at him during the off season about his mechanics. Mm. Um, you know, and if you're not going to listen to me, you're not going anywhere. So I think we need to see on Saturday, if you see him out there throwing, uh, devastating downfield blocks, then you'll know that he listened to me. If not, then I think, uh, you know, he's not. Well, coach, I got a question on, uh, Carson Beck, there was a, a notorious a Snapchat of his that was screenshotted kind of going around oh, social media. And I was just wondering um, how you have handled players on your team, maybe uh, what, that have been dealing with lust for distraction and uh, not focusing on whatnot. the game. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how, how do I deal with players do, uh, with that? Yeah, Look, his, DM, I, his DM slide game is, is pretty weak. Mm-hmm. Well, weak. I, first of all, my players are not allowed to have relationships of any kind. 
Um, I, period. Um, you're married. You're married to the game. Okay. You're married you to the team. Okay. Um, you're not allowed to have relationships with your parents. You're not allowed to have relationships with, um, you know, your siblings. You're definitely not allowed to slide into DMs and have relationships with someone. I mean, who the hell knows? It could be a spy for another team. Um, they're all over the place. The anti-SEC, the anti-UGA, and the anti-SEC deep state are everywhere we look. Um, and it's it's no different for my youth football team. Um, so I forbid them from sliding into DMs, from getting online in, in any way, shape, or form. Mm. Uh, because your focus needs to be on the team, not on uh, you know trying to find a girlfriend. So, so let me make sure I got this right. So what we're seeing right here, because this is like big breaking stuff. And like you're a legendary coach, you like you've got a sixth sense for this stuff. Are you saying right now, like, can we maybe title the episode this that the other side of Carson Beck's Snapchat might have been like a Clemson, Bama, Ohio State plant, possibly trying to get some game information? Oh, I think it absolutely is. I, I yes. blame I blame the anti UGA deep state for that. Um, the spies are all over the place. Um, Nick Saban was, you know, it, it, he is the creator of the anti-UGA deep state. Um, this is a threat more serious to America than communism ever was in the 1950s. Uh, and it needs to be rooted out. So I, I don't, I, I guarantee you that that person's a spy. Guarantee you. How, how do you think it would be like somebody trying to explain to Nick Saban what Snapchat even is? Well, I think it would be a little bit like when you're, you know, your grandma calls you and, um, you know, she can't start her computer. Um, I, th I think that, that it would be like that for for Nick. I mean, look, it's no secret. I've, I've given him the nickname Nursing Home Nick. Um, so I don't think that he has any idea what's going on. But, uh, you know, he's got his minions um, and all. Do you know he has he knows a senator from West Virginia? Um, I mean, it, it, you know, he he's got his tentacles everywhere. So even though he doesn't know what he's doing, um, he's, he can still influence things. Mm. Uh, Pablo, look, Georgia fans have been insufferable since. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The back-to-back. -back. It's it's been wild on Twitter. They've come out of the every corner of the internet. Georgia fans have crawled out to proclaim that 1980 is no longer the bane of our existence. <laughs> and the lead up to this one, uh, what are you expecting from Georgia fans on the planes this week? Right, Auburn is, is legendary hospitality. Uh, oh, they're gonna be they're gonna be insane. I mean, just yeah. that's they just, park a lot. That's what they do. You know, they just run around, yeah. bark, just just screaming, yelling. So, you know, for a long time it was an inferiority complex, and then it turned just on its it's head, full blown, complete one eighty, and it's just <laughs> full blown superiority complex. And granted, to be fair, if we won back to back titles, I'd be talking crazy. So, you know, yeah. you, you gotta you gotta give a little bit of credit where that is. And you know, they certainly they have to get knocked off the throne. So good place to do it. Mm, is there any chance that happens this week? Can Auburn knock Georgia off the throne this week? Maybe knock them down a peg. I think it's the fact that it's only a 14 point spread, which basically you can you can come up with a mythical 17 points in any Auburn game. So sure. yeah, they cover that easily and if and and went out right by at least a touchdown. Mm, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's embarrassing for Georgia that's only a four. I mean, when's the last time Georgia had like a 14 like a, a 14 or less point spread against an unranked opponent? Like yeah. I, I don't know the answer. That's that wasn't all, that's like, all I don't that know. I need to know. Yeah. This that's, team that's won all I need to know. 16 to 12 versus Missouri last year or the year before. Did they not? Like they've With had some Stetson. And Stetson was cooking out there. That's Seriously the close games. Missouri right? was just because they were cheating. <laughs> Is that what they were doing? Yeah. They forgot to do it against us. But, it's like uh, the refs at like the refs at College Station. Mm. Yeah, they were cheating. So we, I, need, look, yeah, we do not, need the refs to be cheating for us this week. I've I'm not 
I'm not worried about the game. I'll tell you why. Um, you know, I have, I think that any uh, superiority that Auburn had over Georgia died in 2017. Um, you know, Auburn won that game at Auburn. They cheated like they always do. Um, but, a, you know, a week after the game, I had a relative who was an Auburn fan who passed away. Um, and I, you know what I did? I barked at him in his cast. <laughs> and Georgia won two weeks later in the SEC championship. And they haven't lost since. The end. Uh, yeah. The end. So coming, he, out that, Kirby, coming out of that uh, SEC Kirby championship game. Kirby needs, yeah, Kirby does need to thank you. But yeah, coming out of that SEC championship game was maybe the maddest I've ever been leaving any venue. Um, I was coming down, me and my me and my wife with one of my friends and his wife were coming down the escalator at the Marta station. And that was, what, six years ago? Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was like a mid-20s Georgia fan. You know, he's coming just all up in our space, you know, just barking like crazy. And I, I grab him right when we get to the bottom of the escalator and just grab his shirt. And just hold him. And I said, if you say anything else, I'm going to beat your ass in the smartest station. (laughs) And Mm. so that's that was really the only really bad experience that I had was he was just a little brash with it. um, But, you know, just runs in that dog blood. Yeah. Yeah. 2017 was curious. Um, Uh, I'm interested, though, before I let memes go. Yeah, I got to cook here. We've got we've had again. Auburn is 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 notorious or, or noted for legendary hospitality. I'm, I'm wondering through your letter, what's your most interesting interaction with an Auburn fan to date in person interaction with an Auburn fan? Internet doesn't count. I would say that, um, you know, my brother's wife, her, you know, her family has a lot of Auburn fans. And so in 2006, after Georgia won at Auburn, I went to Thanksgiving and, you know, to me, the, to the victor goes the spoils. No one should be there in Auburn in attire. And sure as hell, her great-grandfather gets wheeled in there, um, World War II veteran. And what the hell is he doing but wearing Auburn attire? Um, so what did I do? I got in his face and I barked at him and I told him to get the hell out of there. And it upset him so badly that they had to take him to the emergency room that day. And he was confined to a nursing home for the rest of his life. Um, And I don't apologize for that one bit. Um, So that's probably the most memorable encounter that I've had with an Auburn fan. One bark is all it took. Yeah. I say that he, both he and Auburn's program were confined to a nursing home (laughs) that night. (laughs) (laughs) Means jumping in here, man. Auburn, Auburn always hired Kirby smart, but he wanted to actually like have control of his program. And we were like, no, we we don't do that here. So, so I, um, I'm glad we were talking 2017 because that's like a, really really important topic i want us to talk about here and i want to ask coach this first but i would like us all to answer because really there is one true answer um to this question but who was the uh, rightful winner of the 2007 season national championship i'll start with you coach 2007 or 2017 17 17 oh it was definitely georgia um there's no doubt about that i look i keep my own official records Okay, I don't I don't buy into what the lamestream media has to say about anything. Um, it was definitely Georgia. Anybody who saw that national championship game knows there was rampant cheating that went on. I Are made a video. I made a video, a, a VHS tape after the fact, pointing out all the missed calls on Alabama, and mm. I sent it into the SEC, to the FBI, uh, to the NCAA. Um, so Georgia. Are you won. trying to? Or do you think, are you a believer that Tua wasn't eligible because he wasn't born in America? Of course he wasn't eligible. <laughs> you you need to be born in the continental U.S. to be eligible. And he was from Hawaii, which is practically in Europe. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely, yeah, we definitely need to start get like talking about getting all the games that he started and vacated for sure. Yeah, I, uh, no, starting, I agree with that. Starting with that one. Something yeah, tells college. me uh, you have shady practices when it comes to checking birth certificates for your youth football team. Oh, of course I do. I mean, if you're not, if you're not, look, if you're not altering birth certificates, you're not trying. 
Okay. I, I mean, I, look, I coach in the 10 and under league. How many kids on my team do you think are actually 10 and under? Two. Okay. <laughs> They're on that team that can legally drive. <laughs> That's how you win. Yeah. You uh, driver's license required to, to play well, on the youth football right. team. I did something for you, coach. I wore a, uh, since I heard you were coming on the show and, you know, you, you're basically like the, uh, the king of Georgia or president or whatever they say there. I'm not sure, but I wore my uh, Savannah bananas shirt, which is the most like Georgia thing that I own in my entire house, because I'll, I'll be brutally honest. Like I kind of, I kind of hate everything about Georgia, except when I got to go buy lottery tickets mm. and then, um, then it's fine. I love lottery tickets. Love. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Georgia. I, I will, the, I will, I will only give Georgia one compliment and um, Georgia's does have some really good scratch offs, but I digress aside from the Savannah bananas and uh, gambling in Georgia. I hate everything else about the state. And that's like a really good segue because there is somebody who's very integral to this game coming up, who told us not to hate Georgia. And I think that's a, uh, a really good topic to bring oh, up right now, man, dude. Uh, I actually wanted to get a Pablo's take on this. Uh, Pablo, Hugh Freeze went in front of the media and literally said, more love, less hate this week. I I didn't know what to do with that. Uh, so, does, he, does he get it? Does Hugh Freeze get it? No. So no. Yeah, you have to take a step back sometimes and like you can't you can't view like hatred in a rivalry of college football like it's like it's shooting somebody in the face. Like there's a different level of hate. Like there are levels to this. It's a totally mm-hmm. different thing. Like this is not your normal walk of life. This is obviously way more important. You, you can hate people in this game. You can hate people in this. And it's not the same thing. Like this isn't about the afterlife. This isn't about any anything no. else. This is about Auburn, Georgia. To hell with Georgia. Period. There are nice Georgia folks that I know. To hell with Georgia. Okay. Yep. Listen, we Auburn's been losing this game a lot. So I I mean, I felt like the comments were a little out of touch, right? Like, yeah, I like felt you just can't, you, you can't you can't say that, especially the week after you just looked as terrible as you did. Like, no, you need to galvanize people, not come out there and like say some stuff that they're not trying to hear. It, it, in, on the chance that Georgia it was not taking Auburn very seriously in this game, you know, with such an unserious comment through your letterman, like, like, what do you take away from that if you're a Georgia fan? Like, you know, Hugh Freeze is going to come hug us to death on Saturday. Like, what do you take from that comment? Well, I, you know, to me, it's that he he clearly just doesn't get it and is not prepared to uh, look. Hate is the foundation of a good football team. All right. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, my football team, I hate the players, parents. I hate the opposing coaches. I hate the referees. Um, and, and so love has absolutely no place on a football field. All right. I know that Hugh Freeze is big into Jesus and Jesus was a great American who literally wrote the Bible. But but he also believes in winning championships at all costs. That's right. That tells me that Hugh Freeze is not really a man of Jesus if he believes that love has any place on a football field. Mm. Uh, memes, you meme a lot of things. You know, mm. if you had to meme what Hugh Freeze said on on Monday, dude, what do, what do you make of that? Well, it was tough for me because, like, you know, I, th- I think Hugh Freeze is going to be a great coach for Auburn, but the, the coach that I really wanted, like, my guy, my number one pick, was uh, Rush Probes, and all I got to say is that Rush Probes would have never said anything. Like, they'd have to be, like, bleeping out his pregame press conference. Like, that's what I want. Like, I, I want it to be so censored, I can't actually understand what the coach says. Like, mm. I, I want, like, I, I want, like, the SID to, like, tap him on the shoulder and be like, hey, that, that's enough. Like, like red, veiny, like, sweat coming down his face. Like, hell, you, a, should see my, you should see my press conferences before youth football games. No, mm, no yeah. coach, and I think that's a, like, I think the way that you operate is that's kind of what we, we need that sort of moxie at Auburn. Yeah. And, you know, I, I need like, we, we need a little bit more anger in those press conferences. So like, I hope something happens yeah. that, you know, maybe, maybe gets you. Cause there was some, there was some call I saw and I'm not going to say what was said, but I'm a pretty good lip reader. And, you know, I wanted to ask coach after the game, you know, if he kissed his mom, with that mouth and that you see that's the, that's that type of energy we need. So maybe, maybe sideline Hugh needs to kind of make it to the podium a little bit and get some mm-hmm. of that. But, but uh, it was a, that was also another good segue here that um was brought up was about a uh, 
players' parents, Coach. I think you said you hated players' parents. and I do. I, I hate them all. I, I have a question about probably the most famous Georgia players' parent, and um, uh, that would be Aaron Murray's mom. Uh, Mike just lost it. <laughs> so uh, I think she's still typing on Facebook after that Nick Fairley hit. So how do you uh, how do you deal with uh, parents, players, parents like her? And uh, where, where do you think Mama Murray is going to be watching the game this weekend? Well, look, I mean, to me, if you're a parent, um, parents should have no role in the raising of their children. OK, that that's for the football coach to do. Um, so I think that, it, you know, whether it's Aaron Murray's mom or anyone else, anytime that they try and bring attention to themselves, um, I, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. Now, you know, that being said, should Aaron Murray be on an NFL roster? Yes, of course he should be right now. Um, you know, in, in my view, if the NFL weren't blackballing Georgia players, he would be on an NFL <laughs> roster now, but <laughs> But I, you know, I do blame his mom um, because I think that, like I said, parents are the worst thing that have ever happened to kids. Um, And I think that her drawing attention to herself is part of the reason that he's not in the NFL right now. And Mm -hmm. I can tell you one thing, if she if if I had a parent on my youth football team that did that, my approach is to then falsely accuse them, call their employer and falsely accuse them of drinking on the job and get them fired. Um, an eye for an eye. So I look, Mark Richt, look, Mark Richt was a very nice man, but Mark Richt was not willing to do what it took to win in the same way that I am. Mm. Uh, yeah. Can we get that on a recruiting poster for Georgia? Parents are the worst thing to happen to yeah. football yeah. ever. Yeah. You can't I think you have parents in these children. Parents I mean, are the worst thing to happen hard. to children. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 What do you what do you think of like parents dressing up like in the the like the football uniform, like with the parents, like the official photo shoots on these like recruiting visits? Yeah, bro thinks he's on the team. It 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 I I throw up when I see it. I, I mean, first of all, what the hell is the parent doing on a, a recruiting visit? I mean, the parent shouldn't be allowed anywhere near there. Let's put them on a okay. bus and hope they get there. Yeah, they, they shouldn't be. The, the parent should not be allowed anywhere near there. Um, I, I mean, what again, like uh, parents only get in the way. So I don't agree with that. Um, and look, I make my parents sign a, a form and I, I give it to them, making it look like it is a pledge drive for donating food to a local soup kitchen. Um, but what it says is that you sign over all rights to me um, to make decisions for your kid. And you don't have to do the same thing for a recruiting trip in college is that you sign over all rights to the coaches. Um, this country would be way better off if we had more coaches and fewer parents. Boy, running mm. a Bishop Sycamore program. In, yeah, in the that's, what it, right. that's what it sounds like. Uh, it, I'm, I'm going to officially petition for Kirby Smart to – sign off all coaching decisions to you on Saturday. Uh, so maybe Auburn has a chance. Uh, guys, there's a football game being played on Saturday and uh, one team is defending a national title. And the, other, yeah, and the other one is trying to find an identity, I think, offensively. Um, you know, what do we expect in this one from Georgia? Like I said, they've started slow in most of these games. But were you guys happy to get Mike Bobo back? As offensive coordinator, yeah, I wanted to get into that for sure. Yeah. You want to I speak want to slow starts? <laughs> there you go. There's yeah, your problem. Man. How do you feel I, about what Bobo's been doing so far? You know, for Georgia, I blame Bobo. That's my motto, and it has been blame Bobo since a long time. That's been my motto since 2006. Exactly. Is that I, I blame I blame Bobo. Um, he is at fault for everything bad that has happened to Georgia over the last, you know. 17 years. Uh, mm. Even when he wasn't coaching there, I still blamed him for everything um, because he wouldn't run the damn football when he needed to. Um, so I was not happy that Mike Bobo was hired. Um, I applied for the job. Uh, clearly, I'm more qualified. And Kirby Smart chose to ignore my voicemails and hire his buddy. Um, and I hope it works out, but I don't think it will. 
Mm, yeah, Bobo is, is interesting uh, hire for Kirby Smart there. I thought it was interesting that he went back uh, into the well on that one. But I mean, Georgia is what sixth or six sixth in the league in rushing yards per game at 159. So uh, to your point, like he yeah. not really that, that keen enough. on running the ball. Yeah, against the bad schedule too enough. so far. Yeah, yeah the worst schedule in college, like definitely the worst schedule in the SEC. It's That's not as bad as schedule. Michigan. I, look up Michigan. I will say Georgia's is not as bad as Michigan. Can we Google can we, that real quick? And it's insane. The the leading rusher for Ball State got thirty eight yards. So that's a uh, that's quite an achievement for Bobo. Mm, let's see here. Wait, what? So, so hold on. You're saying you're saying Michigan, bro. Got... Michigan's schedule is worse. Mm. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking up strength of schedule stats. Me jumping here. Uh, but they do have Bo- to play Penn State and Ohio State, which are highly ranked right now. But their schedule overall is worse. Yeah, I, I just want to point out that but Brian Harson hired Mike <laughs> partly Bobo. because we stinky. <laughs> uh, Brian Harson hired Mike Bobo, and then Kirby Smart did it. But he was the second guy to hire Mike Bobo. So, like, how does Bobo keep getting hired? Man, like, well, if there's anything you want to do to be a championship program, you do exactly what Brian Harson does. <laughs> yep. that's, kind of, that's kind of my point. Dude, yep. Is it gloom and doom that, that Kirby is doing things that Brian Harson did through your life? It was safe. I mean, it was a safe hire, just like Saban bringing Steel back was was a safe hire. Like they were comfortable. Uh, you know, you, you're changing things up a little bit on the other side of the ball, and you you had the one element that you you know a guy you can trust with what he's doing it, and work around that, and that's that's what they did. Mm. Yeah, Mississippi State uh, folks are just going crazy over wanting to like just throw Will Friend to the streets. So yeah, it's uh it's it's great to see that uh, Brian Harson's staff is out there just like making big moves. Yeah, because yeah, Mississippi State's line is always really good, right? Yep, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Will Friend's the reason to blame for that, not Mississippi yeah. State that never has a good offensive line. Well, Will Friend. You know, he was he was the offensive line coach at Georgia for a little while. Yep. And, you know, I got kicked out for an entire season uh, for trying to go down on the field and fight him after the <laughs> offensive line play <laughs> was substandard. So there, there's no no love at all lost between me and coach friend. Mm, OK, so Michigan has the 65th ranked schedule, strength of schedule in college football. And Georgia has the 61st. Oh, so that's crazy! Uh, pretty, pretty eight close. A, eight away. Yeah, it, it, so Michigan. It, it, Michigan still hasn't left Ann Arbor, like as of today. Still, mm, mm. and I think they have one more week before they do. Yeah, I mean, Georgia's is definitely the weakest in the SEC. Uh, there are two teams in the Big Ten that have worse schedules than Michigan. So yeah. uh, you know, they a cream puff schedule. You know, and then you got this game. Yeah, it's serious. I'm asking a serious question here. Is there any way Georgia is worried about this one based on what you've seen so far this season? Do the slow starts concern you at all in this one? Like, they haven't scored more than a touchdown in the first quarter of any game so far to start this season. Like, the slow starts concern you. Does Carson Beck, male model, (laughs) performance concern you at all in this one? Well, hell yeah, it does. I mean, yeah. I like I said, I blame Bobo for everything bad that happened. So, of course, it concerns me when Mike Bobo is the one calling the plays instead of me. Now, Who's a quarterback look, coach? Bobo. Is Bobo. Bobo. He's, a, he's a quarterback coach, too? Okay, so, yeah, you're right. He is to blame. Yeah. And so, we'll see. Look, I, I left a very detailed message for him at the athletic <laughs> department this week. We'll see if he chooses to, to listen to it or not. But... Um, no, as long as, as Bobo is in charge and not me, of course I'm concerned. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I got, I, I got a, uh, I got a question here. So like, you know, listening to coaches voice this entire episode, I think I, I think I remember it where it's clicking from. So tell me if, uh, tell me if I got the right guy here or not. That, why are you white? It's <laughs> a great way to end it. So yeah, um is that I'm just saying that voice sounds pretty familiar. Is that uh ring any bells? 
Yeah, have I have I met you somewhere before? That sound that's that sounds like my cousin Shane. <laughs> that's gotta be that's gotta be him. He was probably hopped up on PCP at the time. Um yeah. you know, but look, the guy is the most prolific seller of counterfeit sports attire in Northeast Georgia. All right. So you can judge him all you want, but when you need a Jeff Blauser jersey or a Mark Lemke jersey or something like that, Mark you know Lemke. who you're going to turn to. Wow. So speaking of that, um, what's this guy's name on Georgia? I've been hearing everything about like Valid McClunk, McClunky, I think is his name. Like I just got like a Frankenstein villain. Like what's this dude all about? Lad McConkey. Is that him? Yeah, yeah. He he intentionally and disrespectfully mispronounced his name there. But yes, McConkey. <laughs> I really did not pronounce his last name. <laughs> I wish I could say I made that up. Uh, why is everybody? <laughs> why, I really didn't. I'm sorry. That was not even a part of the bit. Like I just did not say. No, like Lad McConkey was really good last year, but yeah. He's supposed to be coming back off injury, allegedly, and he might be playing in this game. But if there's right. anything I've seen from college football so far this season, I am not worried about a white boy in 2023. That's just what posi- not happened yet. Well, what position does he play? He's receiver. He's a wide receiver. Like, you legitimately don't know who Lag McConkey mean- is. I've heard the name, and I, I didn't know, like, wow, it was man. a person on George's team. I, I, I thought it was like a Game of Thrones character or something. Like, I didn't know who this dude was. No. No, and I heard everybody's like, talking about him I, like he's back, and I, I didn't know like I didn't know he was gone. I didn't know who he was, so like I didn't. I, I legitimately like this is not part of the bit. Like, is this dude like a good? Like, is he a big? Is he gonna be good? Is he a big deal? Paul, don't yeah, give me that. I, I'm asking questions. I'm I'm here to learn, just like the average listener is. And I, I, it, look, I don't like being look, judged. Lad, <laughs> Lad McConkey is a white receiver from North Georgia. You know who else was a white receiver uh-huh. from North Georgia? Me. Okay. <laughs> but Lad, no. I, I will say, I don't see Lad downfield blocking all that ferociously. I definitely well, thought you were Indian. That, that you know, comparing him to me is an impossible standard. All right. I mean, sure. I, you know, um, but he, he could use some tutelage in that regard, which I've tried to give when I've attended practices and shouted instructions from the sideline and then then taken off the premises how, but um coach how pissed would you be if you played for bobo and he actually wanted you to like catch the ball downfield i i wouldn't do it i would refuse okay. to do it um yeah, I, look go line, go line fade fourth down no that's sir. something, Bo- that's something bobo would do he'd be like all right Coach is open, tossing the ball. Would it no. be weird if, like, you played for Mike? Bo- but, but if you played for Mike Bobo, would you like make him still call you coach, even though like you're playing for him? Oh yeah, oh hell yeah, I would. Look, it, it, here's here's how the rule works: we hold our hands out, and whoever has more championship rings, that's the one who gets called coach. That's who decides. And mm. Mike Bobo can coach until the sun burns out, and he's not going to have as many championship rings as I am. So he will call me coach. And I will call him whatever the hell I feel like. Mm. Uh, for the record, Lad McConkey is this is a four year letterman. Yeah. Wait, is his first name Lad? I thought it. I thought it was Vlad. Vlad. Like Vlad. No, Vlad. No. Vlad. Vlad. No, we don't have any communists like, on like the team. Young fella. <laughs> Vlad. I thought it's Lad. Lad McConkey. I thought. Uh, yeah. I th- like. I thought it was Vlad. Like a like. Yeah. Like commun. That's a good way to put it. No, no, no. Yeah. That is well, that is a four-year letterman. And Georgia, four-year letterman. Yeah, I, Georgia I, I and Russia you. have the same colors, though. Yeah, I, I just want to remind three-year letterman that I specifically addressed this topic at SEC Media Days with Roman Harper. I remember. Yes, it, and it, Ro- look, Roman gave a, good, a pretty good breakdown on why four-year lettermen are superior. Well, so, look, I, I I would normally I I wouldn't normally disagree with that. You know, four years is better than three but look the the whole reason I didn't letter my freshman year is because my coach insisted on playing this fellowship of Christian athletes type guy who had quote put in his time mm. and was quote doing things the right way and um is that guy so, coach at Auburn now <laughs> no he's a he's you know what he is he's he's elite he's he's a bank teller and okay. so to establish my dominance, 
rather than taking direct deposit, I get a physical check and go in every Friday, every other Friday with my receiver gloves on and throw it down in front of him to deposit for me. Mm. There you go. Yes. That's how you do it. Yep. At what point in that process does the teller call the police? <laughs> every time. Every time? Every time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Police are called every time to see the red button under the counter. He's back with another check. Uh, guys, uh, <laughs> a great conversation here. I just I, – going back to the game, obviously nobody expects Auburn to win this. But this game has produced some pretty legendary moments over the years. Uh, 2013, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, uh, being one of the best moments in college football. As a matter of fact, I remember specifically that and the kick six were nominated for like best play in college football or something at the ESPYs that year. Um, and the guy who was responsible for that play being successful ended up transferring to Auburn the next year. So he messed it all up for you. And then he came to Auburn the very next year. Uh, do we expect any legendary moments this year? Cause could this game actually produce a legendary moment in the 128th edition of the deep South's oldest rivalry. Could it happen? Coach freeze has blocked me. So, so I, you're, you're I, blocked I for good. Both well, did he block you for yeah. real? He did. He did. Oh, Oh, wow. He slid yeah. it. He slid it. He slid into my DMS and then he blocked me. So mm, as one does. Yeah. Listen, uh, one does. quick segue. Uh, how are you and Taylor Swift doing? Has she blocked you yet? <laughs> Not I, I yet. Okay. Not yet. Yeah. But I, I will tell you this. This week, um, if I disappear, it is because is of it, the Swift. it's been the first time you've been legitimately scared. That yeah. They're coming yeah. for you. Yeah. They're, they're, they're coming for me. Because what I, look, what I explained this week is that, you know, before Sunday, nobody knew who the hell Taylor Swift was. Okay. No, no one had any idea. So it's clear to me that she is trying to ride Travis Kelsey's coattails to mm. fame and fortune. Mm, All right. Yes. That, that, those are just the facts. Mm. And the Swifties, the Swifties don't want to hear it. And she was also caught um, on TV using profanity over and over and over again. Mm. And using alcohol from what I see. Yes. After, at the after party. Yeah. Yes. I was told uh, that they are more dangerous. The Swifties are more dangerous than the Bay Hive. That's right. Uh, they're all insane. I don't. I don't know how you. How do you quantify that? You know. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so Georgia fans, Auburn fans, right? Are 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 Georgia fans the Swifties or the Bayhive here? Oh, Jesus. That's tough. That's like asking me if I want to saw off my left hand or my right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which fan base is more like the Swifties? Auburn. <laughs> because they i honestly the 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 bay hive is uh is is more aggressive mm. um that's what georgia oh, okay. fans are you, the, the, the okay. swifties y'all got some barking barking know, bees running around there if yeah, you right. if you look here if you want an angsty you know 13 year old white girl in metro atlanta uh that's a swifty and that's a future auburn co-ed Mm. <laughs> that is just very accurate. Interesting. Uh, means what do you think here? Is are we Swifties or or, or Bayhives for for Auburn people? Yeah. yeah. What's a Beehive? The Bayhive. Oh the, Lord, the, the Bayhive. Beyonce's, Beyonce's fan club. Called, the, yeah. the crazies. Yeah. They call them the Bayhive. They're crazy. Oof. Um. <laughs> I didn't know what a bayhive was. Real talk. I'm trying to I'm trying to process that <laughs> in real time. I'll try to answer the question. Pretty legendary skit with Keeper Sutherland on the bayhive. I I I love that so much. Uh, I'm I guess I don't know. I, I guess like I guess Swifties. I don't know. I because I, I guess I know what those are. So maybe I'll go with that because I could probably mm. defend my answer better. Um, yeah, it, I didn't know I'd have to know this information for the show, so I apologize for that. 
Yeah, look, look, right. uh, there are going to be a lot of recruits at this game on Saturday, right? Auburn is yeah, very good lot, subject change. Thank you. Uh, you know, of high <laughs> profile recruits coming in for this one. And uh, definitely Rob, not to see Georgia. Yeah, well, definitely not. But definitely some recruits that Auburn is going to be battling Georgia for, I think, down the stretch. Nah, these are all Auburn locks coming on campus. Every single one of them. Every single one. What, what was the guy? There was a guy that everybody was hoping that we flipped from Georgia. Um, that's committed uh, already. Blanks. Yeah, he's committed to Georgia. He's a hard commit to Georgia. It's the receipt. It's the receiver. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, good. Good downfield blocking. Incredible downfield blocking. Night car. Night car. He decommitted yeah. already, though, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. There was another one. I thought like a lineman or something that he didn't want to play. He, he didn't want to play for Bobo. Mm. It's, it's already starting. I mean, that's going to be like. Uh, honestly, uh, the more I think about it, like if Bobo were to like legitimately be the downfall of the dynasty before it even got started, I mean, that would just be so poetic. And if somehow like Brian Harson was so bad, he infected Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It'd be worth, it'd be worth that. If you're Auburn, can you lose this game to Georgia in a way where recruits come in, come, come out of it thinking, no thanks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think you're already running the risk of that with just how you looked last week. So if you start streaming multiple weeks together looking like that, yeah, you got some you got some guys probably going to be questioning things, right. even though we know the pieces aren't there and they might be those pieces to get it right. If it's looking that nasty, I mean, some guys really just might not want to be a part of that. Yeah. yeah, every every guy wants to think like, oh, I'm the guy to turn this around. Like, oh, you right. know, this team needs me. I can play early. But the fundamental problem is like when there's no semblance of offense, like your receiver like, out there, the like, vision? yeah, yeah, like, hey, uh, that's that's cool and all. Like, I definitely could see myself playing, but I don't see how this scheme is going to get me the ball because we had a uh, 20 yards receiving, yeah, entire yeah. game. Like, that's just yeah. I mean, there there kind of comes a point where like, how does that how does that you know recruiting conversation go where you're like. Yeah, you know, I get it, but I don't I don't see it. Coach, yeah. have y'all have y'all ever had five straight games where you didn't go over a hundred yards against quality competition? My youth football team or Georgia? Yeah. No, your your football team. Passing passing yards. Yeah. Of course not. Never. I mean, yeah, it's disgusting. Mm. No, I would fire everybody if that happened. Yeah. Man, let me tell you, I think that Auburn has some problems offensively in this one. And I think uh, Peyton Thorne is about to just it's his breakout game. He's just gonna it's just he's gonna be back home, comfortable environment, and just he's just gonna put it together. And is that just, sarcasm? You're being he's sarcasm. just gonna light him up. He's gonna light him up. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, who who feels better about their quarterback going into this one? Auburn or Georgia? Oh uh, well, Georgia, I would assume, because the margin for error is Significantly Way high, better, right? Yeah. We just yeah. gotta, we just gotta hope Carson Beck stays up all night, just you know, sending those, sending those right. Snapchats his mom wouldn't be proud of and doesn't get any sleep. Speaking of those inside, yeah, get the spies out. Yeah, we'll have him staying up mm -hmm. on the Snapchat. Yeah, we'll have all the, we'll get a Snapchat. We'll hit send it to all the co-eds and just be. Keeping Damn, we might boys. be the Swifties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> keeping that boy's open, eyes open. Oh my God, I I don't know. Like I just I'm worried. I think if if Carson Beck has a a weakness. If his his kryptonite might be downfield passing, right? I don't know if you guys can see this, oh, but this is, yeah. this is this is kind of like his. This. This Mike's is pulled up the stats. Yeah, this is a passing chart for the. Like, look how Four many sides. passes he's thrown behind the line of. Oh yeah, he don't throw downfield yeah. a lot. Yeah, he doesn't really throw down. That's the Bobo, field. man. Look, that's that just screams Bobo to me. That is, it does. He does not Bobo. like short right. He likes short left, like most right-handed quarterbacks. Mm. Yep, the intermediate, middle to left. Oh, yeah. Shoe shade. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. got Bobo all over it, right? It's got PTSD. Cooked. He's cooked. Yeah. I just, yeah, I had flashbacks just now. Yeah. I, I remember, I remember him throwing the game. It was like the AM game in like 21, and he threw it like 40 something times with Bo Nix, and they like, he, he didn't rush him any, or maybe like once. Yeah. And it wasn't working. And I'm, I might have said that thing Georgia folks said, but I bet I just run the damn ball. Like, let your athletic quarterback use his leg. I mean, Bo's just throwing bricks to nobody. And then Bobo Scherzak, you know, you know the the goofy meme where he's like, I'll, you know, insert bad word, do it again. I mean, that yeah. was Bobo with the, like, entire essence of that play calling. It's like, that's not yeah. working, but we're going to do it again. Just keep mm. doing it. 
And I'm, I love that for Georgia. And I'm, I, I hate it for myself that I had to witness it. <laughs> I love that but for I, Georgia. I, yeah, I really hope that, like, honestly, what I'm really hoping for is that, like, Bobo being back at Jordan Harris can, like, bring back all those good memories. Mm. And maybe he'll be thinking of those times you had to Brian Harson, and, like, maybe just for old time's sake, maybe pull out some of that play calling. Mm. Look, I mean, if you're Auburn, you're defending this part of the field primarily, oh, for right? sure. I think yeah. if you can stop that, you can stop a lot of this this Georgia offense. I just want to go over. That's crazy. Pro Football Focus keeps some pretty interesting stats. So this is actually the percentage of dropbacks uh, that Carson Beck, like Georgia's offensive line has kept Carson Beck clean on. 86.5 is a crazy percentage. That is crazy. Like this dude is pretty much untouched. So he's under pressure only 13.5% of the time. 45% completion percentage under that may not seem like a lot. That's actually pretty good. Uh, pretty when you good compare under pressure. That, yeah. yeah, when you compare that to like other quarterbacks. But when blitzed, he's 70%. He is 70% when teams decide to blitz him. Uh, so that is not turning out well for them too. But if you look at his passing chart, what I see are a lot of just like, oh, they're blitzing, check down. Yep, quick throws. Quick throws, yeah, check so many down, quick check throws. down. Yeah, so, I mean, Auburn, I got to assume, knows a little bit about Bobo's tendencies. Yeah, you tighten it up. Right, mm-hmm. and, you know, so far defensively, let's be honest, like, Auburn is pretty good. I mean, they've got a top 25 defense as right. we as we speak. Now, obviously, Georgia has, like, a top five defense, but um, they've also played nobody. So, Gregor yep. Letterman, come on, man. This will be This will 100% be Georgia's hardest test so far this season is there a chance that Albert catches Georgia slipping in this one with their on the they're on the road they're on the road on the planes if if Georgia starts slow like they have so far how bad could it get for the Bulldogs they're not gonna lose <laughs> they're, not, they're not gonna lose to Hugh Freeze that's not uh, gonna happen okay not Auburn Hugh Freeze right huh. Got it. Understood. They lose to Auburn, but not Auburn while Hugh Freeze. Not Auburn with can't Hugh think Freeze. of a worse. Yeah, I can't think of a worse thing for you, yeah. Coach. Yeah. You told me uh, if if Hugh Freeze and Auburn were to beat Georgia this coming Saturday, I just want to I want to get on record because I know you know we we discussed it in private. But uh, would you still light the the Taurus on fire? Uh, would I would I light the Taurus on fire if if Georgia loses? Of course. Yeah. And I would drive it right into Up the in middle flames. of Jordan Jordan Hare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you wait? Uh, would you right drive it? Again. Would you drive it while it's on fire, or set it of on course. fire in the middle? Of course, okay. I've driven it. I've driven it while it's on fire before. Why wouldn't I do it again? Mm, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Listen, uh, if it's on fire, you're gonna have to get out but, pretty fast if it's on fire when what? you drive it in there. But speaking of getting things out fast. Carson Beck gets the ball out of his hands pretty fast. Pretty 2.33 seconds actually is tops in the league. He is very fast about getting it to his second option on these Wait. plays. Uh, I just got to like, I'm, how do you, how do you, I mean, this is his first year starting. How do you get to this kid, man? Like, is there anything? I mean, he's got terrible hair. He's not photogenic <laughs> at all. Uh, you know, and they keep circulating that picture of him around, right? Like the Snapchat or yeah. the no, 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 no. Like the uh, one picture. Um, God, can I get it in here? It, it, I mean, it's the one picture of of him that's like terrible. Yeah, there, there was some. There was it was a pre haircut, but I, I meant to say this earlier because it kind of clicked with me when you talk about the fire. But it correct me if I'm wrong here. A few years ago, was there not a Georgia fan that set the tumor trees on fire with the toilet paper? I yeah, I feel like that did happen. We are not going to go through this whole episode without bringing that up. That was me. That was okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> are you copying? I mean, I'm no fine bomb, but that's an admission. It is. It's an admission. But, an admission. I, but I have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> there you go. All right. Understood. Understood. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just not so sure, guys. Like, I, I think Auburn might be able. Might don't. Don't finish that sentence. No. Okay. Is that too much yeah. boog? Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, this. Look at this guy oh, right oh here. Oh my man. goodness! Like, can, can we just talk about this for a second? It's the handsome this, dude, What do you call that hair? I mean, you got some of this on podcast. 
but it looks like that his hair. All right, if you see that dude from, um, and I think I may have even tweeted this, but like it was that guy from Not Another Teen Movie that came out like, you know, 22 years ago. And it was like a satire of 80s movie. So he had his hair gelled up like eight inches. Like that's that's kind of what Carson Beck looks like right here for real. And um, he does. That's yeah, but, I, but honestly, he's good at football. But right. Peyton with but Peyton with the fade mullet, I don't know. I don't know if we got room to talk. I know. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is. This is, <laughs> is watch list worthy, right? Like this is <laughs> this is the restraining order stuff. That's how I feel. I'm yeah, I mean, feel. I mean, Stetson. I don't know, because I, I guess it's maybe like a Gen Z thing, and I guess Stetson didn't have that swag because it's like you know Stetson's Gen X, but it's a uh, I don't know. It's a, it's definitely a. I guess we just got to ask Coach this. I mean, what what do you feel like with the the the, I guess the polar polarity 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 of the Georgia <laughs> quarterback. Words are. Yeah, I was gonna get there. I was gonna get there. Thanks for letting me finish that one on my own. But uh, yeah, what do you think of the polarity of the quarterback changes from this year to last year? Not only just like in demeanor, age, how they handle it when they get arrested, and um, like play style, etc. Well, there's only one Stetson Bennett. I mean, the the guy dropped in a, he, he dropped in a dip there in the middle of one of his first games. So, uh, he's one of a kind. Is that um, a true story? He, that's for damn sure. <laughs> that is true story. Do you and, watch your youth football team dip during games? Yes, of oh, course. Yeah. What do you think that they spit in the eyes of opposing players? Yeah. <laughs> you play better <laughs> with a nicotine buzz. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, those are fact yeah. probable. A good nicotine buzz. And look, Stetson Bennett got arrested, which I support. I've gotten arrested many times. Um, it's the the hallmark of a good football player. Um, so if Carson Beck wants to have the same legacy, you know, I it'd be good to see him get arrested. I mean, that's definitely uh, Nick Saban taught Kirby Smart anything. That that sentence you just said there is definitely it. And I guess that's why Kirby's trying to get them, you know, take the governors out of their cars because. I mean, I guess you're right. Now that you say it, like Auburn hasn't had a player arrested in quite some time. So, like, right. that's, that's, that's a bad probably, sign. Yeah, I mean, that, that probably is the uh, Achilles heel right now. Well, I, I just had a player arrested like two months ago for Who stealing was a scooter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, but I'm, t- I'm talking real crimes. Driving, yeah. like, I mean, yeah. That's, if not, if that's, not, that's not serious enough. I mean. Yeah, it was yeah, a wear without a, right without a helmet. Like, I mean, yeah. you got guys it, that, doing that, hard that, crimes. That's that's nothing. I mean, half my front seven for my youth football team has been arrested for armed robbery. Um, so, you know, mm. th- that's what you need. Not not some scooter. That's hard. Scooter yeah. what, were they, hard. what were they? What were they trying to steal? What were they trying to steal? Yeah, hustlers. <laughs> hustlers. <laughs> Copper off of HVAC units. <laughs> you think? You think Carson Beck is old yeah. enough to know what hustlers yeah. even is? <laughs> Catalytic converters. Probably not. Oh, so, I mean, I'll tell you what Stetson Bennett does. Yeah, if only yeah. Stetson had some eligibility left after his arrest. That way we could so, have then got him to transfer. That would have been yeah, awesome. Yeah, what do you think about Stetson being in college for like nine years and not graduating? I thought it was wonderful. Uh, I mean, look, my dream <laughs> is college football without the college. Um, with with no to play school. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, exactly I mean, that's right. a real, that's a that's a Off good move from Stetson. Stetson yeah, wasn't going to exactly. let like credits he was distract there to win him. Football games, yeah. He wasn't he was, majoring. He wasn't. Yeah. No, he majored in championship rings. Okay, that's the only major that matters. That's true. Yeah, Stetson Bennett is a legend, man. Like I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was, I was a Stetson Bennett truther going into that second year. I thought he was, I mean, what a story, right? Like former walk-on, you know, he was in college, like me said, for like a decade. And then he finally gets his shot. I, I'm the only, the only person that's been in college longer than Stetson Bennett is probably Bo Nix, right? Bo's no, been around. Yeah. No, I think Bo's Stetson, been around for a minute. I think Stetson was like legitimately like a true junior when Bo was a uh, Yeah, Stetson a was legitimately like three or four years older than Bo was. Yeah, which is absolutely insane. Yeah, insane when they're like one year apart. Like I oh. think I think wasn't Stetson's freshman year of college like 2017 or yes. 2016? It was something nuts. 2017. Like, 2017. Yeah, that's in- 
refresh my memory uh memes around this i mean it was and he was already a little bit older anyway right like he was already older when he walked on like he wasn't like a true freshman i don't think yeah i don't think he was a true freshman walking on yeah what mm. was what was our refreshing your memory on Mike? Like like what like Stetson the whole thing was like what classes would he how could he possibly be in school that Yeah, there was a there graduate? was a yeah, there was a sports science breakdown for sure of like how how would it be possible to take this many classes cuz obviously he left and came back and like how could you do that like how many credits could you possibly have like it would almost be difficult like you would almost have to try to take like that many classes as a full-time student and not graduate, but still maintain eligibility, which obviously, I mean, that, that could, we could really get into a thing. And I know this is something coach you're a huge believer in, but uh, you know, I mean, changing grades possibly. Oh yeah. That's yeah. A very well, important. I, I had it. So I had a guy named Pete, the vice principal who was on my payroll for a while um, who would change grades and disciplinary reports for players so you, you need to, you got to change grades. Mm. It's how you keep the kids that would otherwise fail eligible. Yep. Yep. I agree. I mean, we, we were doing it. What was it? Was it the sociology department? Yes. Yeah. The Auburn sociology. I mean, that was, that's not talked about enough, but like that was a legendary move by Tuberville and his staff to get that yeah. one going on. I applaud yeah. that. I applaud that. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah that was stuff. huge. Yeah. I mean, you look down, it was like, like two thirds of the team's major was sociology. Like that was a, yeah, that was incredible, and I, I'm sad Auburn got it. Auburn should have doubled down and not not apologize for that or anything. It's just stupid academic have. nerds that you know I agree. actually care Acad- about that stuff. At, you know, the worst thing about college are the faculty, the professors. Um, yeah. Any uh, any college, adults anywhere are just they're out of place. Yeah, yeah. College would be way better if there were no professors. Yeah. I like that. learn a hell of a lot more. Mm. Yeah. Well, I wish I had a professor that could teach me what the score is going to be on Saturday, guys. Uh, let's see. Let's let's finish this up talking score predictions, man. What, what I'm gonna start with memes on this one. Give me your score prediction for Saturday and why. All right. So I'm just gonna get on my pulpit right here. And you know, I've been cooking, I've been nailing all my predictions all season. That's gotten true. gotten That's strays right. for it. And Mike, I'm just saying that the way things are going, you need to dig up the receipts because you've had some hot takes that are now. 100% just like coming out of the oven Correct. looking beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying if it keeps going you need to be uh you need you need to be getting some uh, counter counter strikes on these people have been trying to, you know, put you down for just, you know, preaching what now may seemingly be like the actual truth. But as far as me though, uh, I'm rarely right on anything, so when I do, I got to let everybody know. I got to get up here on the mic and uh, <laughs> gas myself up cuz it's like never going to happen ever again. So uh yeah, my score prediction, I had this as the loss column. It's still in the loss column. This is going to be like in the it's going to be ugly and not fun and make you cry column. Uh, I'm predicting a pretty big beat down. Um, I'm predicting Auburn to get 19 points and I'm predicting Georgia to get 80. 80, 80 to, 19. to 19. All right. 19 to 80 is how I would prefer to say. Oh, 19 to 80. I see what he yeah, did there. I see what he did there. Yeah. Got it. Mm. Interesting, Pablo. Give me give me your score prediction in this. Peyton one. Thorn, Peyton Thorn's breakout game. He's more comfortable. He's at home. Those they they watch film and they see the what twenty three points that they left on the field at A and M when yep. the fourth and one scramble that was wide open, the wheel All route right. that was wide open, the field goal opportunity that was wide open. Twenty seven twenty one Auburn down goes the damn Georgia Bulldogs back to back. The three P is dead. Oh man, Pablo's bugging on this one. 27 points from the Auburn offense. Does the defense contribute any points to this 27 point total? Two turnovers and short fields, which helps, which helps to uh, lead to some scores. Yeah. Okay. I dig it. Three year letterman score 31, prediction 31 to nothing, and I go to jail. <laughs> 31 to zero. You're not going to give Auburn any points in this? No. No. <laughs> Wow. No, bro. Damn. I thought we were. I thought we were friends, baby. What happened? <laughs> thirty-one to zero. That is mm, hilarious. That's, that's going to be a long day. Yeah, if it's thirty-one to zero, I might cry walking up out of the do, ring. Hey, do you think? Do you think Kirby Smart pulls a Jimbo and tries to set up a pick on the field? If he's if he's smart, he will. 
Um, look, that's the that's the best thing that Jimbo Fisher has done um, in ten years, in my yeah, opinion. I agree. He stood on the field, and he still messed it yeah. up because he didn't make. The yeah, tackle. standing on the field. I mean, I have I tripped a opposing youth football player running past me. Of course, I have. Mm. In the in the Auburn multiverse, I just think about like if Auburn had ended up winning that game, and that was like the game losing touchdown for A and M because like a player would have had the angle to like tackle Asante and Jimbo just like just completely gets in the way. And like, that yeah. was why they lost that. That would have been like, that would have been my drug. Mm-hmm. Um, if Jimbo Fisher had like legitimately physically cost them a game, but you know, in another life, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's it's going to be tough. Um, I, I think Auburn loses this one, but I think they learn a little bit from their What's the game. score prediction, Mike, don't be dodging this. I, He's getting I'm, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go in an exciting one. 2724. Oh no. And, and, I, and you know, as long as it's close in a good environment and everybody has a good time, that's enough for me yeah. at this stage. Honestly. Hey, yeah. I don't really expect to win, but uh as long know, as both teams it. as long as both teams love each other and uh um, <laughs> all love know, <laughs> after the <laughs> game. No, love, no no cuss words, no shoving, no unsportsmanlike um, penalties. That's what we want to see. Uh, yeah, certainly. Look, guys, uh, we all love each other here at the Auburn Express, powered by the War for I want to thank Auburn memes, Pablo Escoburner. Follow him on Twitter and Three Year Letterman. That is the number three, followed by all the other stuff on Twitter. Uh, follow all these guys; uh, they're great follows on social media. Um, and we'll, you know, we'll be back at you guys next week talking about the aftermath of this one. Uh, memes and I will be here. Uh, your Pablo, uh, three year letterman. I hope to have you guys back uh, in the future to chop it up with us, talk a little Auburn and Georgia football, and have a little fun as we did here tonight. Guys, we're signing off, and as always, War Eagle. Georgia, Georgia.